The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. the vlogcast for round 5 2016 season the membership microwave from richmond starburns is here and i'm joined by the number one fan one fan of our intros fresh from the jungle our north supporter dan yes hello it's good to be here mr moral victory cookson hello how are we the brains behind hawthorne's new membership slogan penal I'm here, but I've been missing my bay. <laughs> Where's Teach? Proud new fan of the Fremantle Dockers, Morgan Ashley. Purple. I am present, and I have my bay here also. <laughs> and finally, we have the Nat Fife of the Bay, our MVP from Melbourne, Benoit. Hi, how you going? Let's get straight into Goo Tears. Who wants to go first? Can we get Morgs first? <laughs> No. After last week? <laughs> no. Please? Uh, uh, I don't know. I've got more tears. More salty, miserable tears. Turned your hair purple. That's how bad it was. Uh, you know what? The tears have turned my hair blue because that's just how I feel purple. now. So fucking blue. I don't even know who these people are anymore, but they're breaking my heart. <sighs> no more. Next. No. Scott Pendleberry? Scott Unaccountable So it is tears for Unaccountable Yes, if you listen to the first part, tears, Scott Unaccountable Elaborate or? I do. I want to know how the Unaccountable cunt went this week. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just... she's, she's broken. I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a soul that is destroyed. I don't know how long I can walk this path of still attending and watching this farcical circus nightmare of fucking... Well, then you should probably turncoat to a better team than the Purple Puffs. Well, I'm not, (laughs) but I did go and watch them this week. (laughs) But not by choice. I was going to watch my premiership favourite team, North. Um, God, you're starting starting to sound like Teach now. No, I picked them for the flag before Teach did because that didn't turn up three weeks in a row. Oh, look, here's my again. Actually, I changed. My tears are for Teach. Again. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was going to be my tears as well. Well, but well I my lunch. Oh, sorry, Bay. Oh, someone took your Bay and they took your tears. That's sad. Um, yeah, no. Anyone want to take his goo? <laughs> Cookie, you want that? I'll say I've got goo. <laughs> Cookie is Mr. Reach around around here, isn't he? Um, <laughs> the moral reach around. <laughs> 
I have goo for Alan Richardson. His coaching was spot on on the weekend. Tactically perfect. On point? Yep, on point. Whatever. I would say it was just perfect coaching from a soon-to-be 10-time oh. Premiership coach. So give it up to you Richard. You guys lost on the weekend, didn't you? So um, That was due to external factors. Oh, yeah. It's called to. not being good enough. This is why well, okay. This is like Melbourne pretending they won last week. Fucking Jesus. Speaking of uh, external factors and speaking of cutting other people's lunch, I've got some goo uh, for my boy, Anthony Stevens. Not that Anthony Stevens, the one that Wayne Carey fucked his missus. No, but the, the umpire, <laughs> Anthony Stevens, with a PA. Because... He was great. I think we uh, we had to trade out uh, Matt Stevick at the end of last year <laughs> due to salary cap pressure. But um, Matt Steven, uh, Anthony Stevens has come in off the rookie list and uh, he's done a great for, job for us again on the, all year and again on the weekend. So thanks, I think he fa- buddy. I think he failed math at high school because he can't measure if he made a kick. Isn't he like a, a civil engineer or something as a as his uh, day job? Certainly, one of the uh, one of the three on the weekend that was doing the not fifteen calls is a uh, civil engineer and is designing buildings for our city. So, uh, you know, if if just the walls and the structures start tumbling down around you, you know why. See, that wasn't the decision that made me most angry, though. Believe it or not. Was it the holding the ball decision? No, it's a completely different one. Which I'll was come it the to. fact this team lost. I'll get there. It'll make sense when I talk about it. Who wants to go next? Goo. I've got a lot of goo, actually. Bucket loads of it. For Jack Watts, who has expunged seven years of tragedy, I suppose you call it, from that fateful day against Collingwood on his debut, and turned it on in the first quarter, which was <laughs> four goals, and the game was there to be won. And, uh, um, Jack, about time. We've been very patient with you, but... Um, that was just good to see. <laughs> and I don't mean to be disrespectful, and like with all due respect, how does one quarter of football expunge seven years of absolute fucking shitness? Ah, uh, look, we'll we'll take whatever we can get, to be honest. And that's <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we'll hang our hat on that one quarter. He'll go back no. to shit next week. I acknowledge he was great. I did text message during the game to Northern Lights, who was at his game, and I just said, "What's just kicked from the band? Mamba out." That was me done for the day. I was no, there was no, there was nothing more I wanted to see. That was it. Yeah, so he was um his turn to be bogged this weekend. So three votes for Jack Watts will be counted apparently. He was playing on Pendlebury, the unaccountable mid, because that yes. was my prediction for last week that Watts would kick a bag on Pendles. Yeah, they were hovering in the same general area. Whether they're playing on each other, I don't know. Well, that that, well Pendles is unaccountable, yeah, so exactly. that means they're playing on each other. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't gone? I don't think I've just me. Oh, you yeah. can go. Go on. Look, I, I could once again have tears for Cochin. I could once again have tears for Hardwick. But what's the fucking point? Because I think there's going to be weeks when I'm going to come back to the well. And I'm going to have some goo. Goo for Saturday night. The Colas versus the Crows was a fantastic game of football. You got goo for a neutral game. I got goo for... An, sometimes you got to have neutral goo. Because neutral goo. <laughs> I'm, I'm, my tears are dried up. There is nothing left anymore Gotta have something. that will surprise me from Richmond at the moment. Everything I'd say hard week and Cochin to be the same, so I'm going to have goo for the neutral game. No, you don't great. have to say anything about Cochin. I mean, his wife had plenty to say <laughs> recently. <laughs> Leave Trent alone! <laughs> first first Dimmer, now her. 
Yeah, yeah. Do, can this guy not stand up for himself? <laughs> Fair dinkum. Like, it just says that you're, le- you're leading the club and you need first the coach to come out and defend you and then your wife to come out and defend you. It's just like, how about showing some fucking grunt and standing up for yourself and actually, you know, fronting the media and saying, you know, fucking the unaccountable cunt Pendlebury today implied there were players at Collingwood coasting on the fact that Buckley would cop the heat for them playing shit and that if they want to do that, they can get out. Like, where, where is... Is he talking about himself? <laughs> well, no, because if anyone watched on the weekend, there were 21 other fucking unaccountable cunts at Collingwood. There weren't. There were 20. Who's it? Oh, Trelaw? No. Okay, because I was going to say, is he already your best player? Aish. No. Varko. Um, the goey? Yes, Varko. Varko is exempt, exempt from these discussions. Well, he came from Geelong. I don't care. I, I've openly said that I was completely wrong about Varko, and I'm grateful for his existence on our list. But, no, like, Pendlebury gave him a big call-out, and I wish Cotchin would actually show, show some grunt instead of letting everybody else fight his battle. Even fucking James Hurd fought his own battles, as stupid as they are. <laughs> Cotchin's right up there in, like, the Stephen Dank category of just, just fucking... <laughs> just get, like, the Dustin Martin to fight trans battles. Just chopstick motherfuckers left, right, yeah. and centre. I think Dan's the only one left. Goo! Four and zip Goo! On top of the ladder, goo. Mailman gone past postman Pat, goo. <laughs> what, is, what is he now, Express Post? He's more effective than one of the new Australia Post drones. Anything you want to add on top of that, or was it just the blunt goo? You're happy with that, Dan? Don't want to elaborate, Dan? Expand. We've lost him. He's drowned in his own goo. See, he really worked himself up there. Not once has he... <laughs> he's never raised a sweat in the goo or tears section. And look what he did. He blew a fucking pop of valve and he's dead. The people of Pompeii had nothing to fear about until the volcano erupted. <laughs> <laughs> and they all drowned in it. They didn't drown. They're still there. It's like statues. Well, it was goo, but it was it was lava goo. So you know, I mean, lava goo. <laughs> <laughs> lucky for me, my my goo's not going to kill me. Well, we thought it did. We might kill all the bots. He's struggling. Let's go reviews, and we'll go back to Hawthorne versus St Kilda, which was a good game of football. By uh, the other Anthony Stevens, um, who the one, it's been discovered the one who bent, is a Hawthorne supporter. Not got bent over. <laughs> the traitor, not the victim. <laughs> the, the fucker, not the fucker. Oh, he can he can bend me over any day of the week. It was pretty funny. He he did provide quite a melt out of Finey. Apparently, he it's been discovered he's a Hawthorne supporter. His Twitter Twitter page is covered in it, which just goes with the long history of Hawthorne supporting umpires, such as Stevic, Nichols, Sue's. You know, the list goes on. Fantastic moral victory. I mean, really wrapped up. But the one that annoyed me was Sam Fisher got marked the ball, walked backwards, like you know, two meters, and he gets told to play on. That's what annoyed me. I mean, that's a fundamental fuck-up of the highest order, and I think it was by that Stevens guy as well. Look, it's funny because I, I love when something like this or Whispers in the Sky or, you know, they come along every so often, and they're great because they feed pluggers paranoia <laughs> and that underlying one. 
that seems to be present with a lot of St Kilda people, that <laughs> every so often an umpire will fuck him in a way that's just inconceivable to most people and certainly to them, and that will confirm the bias in their head that there is a conspiracy. Yeah, and, and all you have to do to combat that is go back and quote his posts after the prelim in 2009. <laughs> the, the Brian Lake knocking over the Revolt one. The, the Revolt free kick. If you're the better team, you get the free kicks. Uh, if you're first to the ball, you get the free kicks, and you deserve to, stuff like that. We actually did play pretty well. Like, I was expecting to get smashed. Like, I'm waiting for Hawthorne diet. Hawthorne will smash us. Hawthorne will smash us. Hawthorne will smash us. But we just played fantastic footy. I mean, unlucky not to win. We turned the well, ball it, over a shitload it, in it, the first half. It looked, it looked that way at quarter time because we were, I think, three goals up. And then, um, unfortunately, we had the wind against us for the last three quarters of the game. <laughs> so, uh, Kilda really got an advantage out of that. But, um,. Yeah, no, you all laughed at me last week for calling this a danger game, but, you know, it couldn't have gotten more dangerous than that. Well, it's good if you only had to play with 22 instead of 25. Well, to be fair, I think St Kilda had fucking Lee Fisher running out there as well, so I think that the the AFL must pick this to to balance. They probably knew about this and, like, deliberately put uh, an umpire that supports each team out there to, to balance things out. McCartan also played well. I mean, breakout game, arguably. McCartan's I mean, Mark, gone past Boyd. Well, that's not saying much, though. I mean, but did he know. headbutt the ball 40 metres? <laughs> oh, that was a epic Falcon, wasn't it? fucking was, headbutted pretty... into the roof. <laughs> and the Carlton supporters cried deliberate, apparently. <laughs> Anything else on the Hawks, Saints? It's funny every time this happens to St. Jordan. That's all. It is, and it just happens with just enough frequency just to keep it going. Oh, did anyone actually catch good bloke tried to get someone in the head with his arm guard? Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I'm going. <laughs> Benoit, that's not even on the bingo card. That's, no, so, that's, so, no. that's more good, so good bloke that you can't even predict it. That's um, the cards, I think. Good bloke raising the bar or lowering it. Whichever way you <laughs> Colas versus the Crows. Look, was there anything much out of this game? It was a good game. Did Tippett play? Tippett got booed. Every time he went near it, he kicked a goal in the open goal at the Feral Hill end, and they gave it to him. Told him he was going to go home, and he went to another state for money. Of course, he was going to He'll forever be booed. But the big stage, big game, and who should stand up but the seed? He kicked one or two good goals there. Rory Sloan. Rory Sloan is a gun. What I wouldn't do to have that man play for my team. <sighs> he's accountable, that's for sure. He's accountable, he's hard, he's tough, he can speak well, he's not some Darrow-like Tex. He's a very <laughs> pretty man too, isn't he? He's a fantastic ambassador for his team and for our sport. He's good an actual for, good bloke. Good for Rory Sloan. Yeah, but no, that was that was a really good game of football. I can't think of much else apart from, you know, Seedsman really stepping up on the big stage, as he always does. I'm sure Collingwood could use him this week. Man, he's, he's accountable. His greatest triumph. Yeah, he's he accountable. Even Mark McGough so, could only win one. Mark McGough. <laughs> yeah, well, if you win three, you're just like James Hurd, so you don't want to win too many. Um, James Hurd only won one as well, so we can't, can't let him take that mark. Anything else on the Crows and the Colas? Would the Crows be considered premiership contenders, or are they still a two-shit? Well, okay, how many premiership contenders are there? If we if if we ignore the fact that North's on 4-zip and Hawthorne are the reigning premiers, who else is in the group? What's wrong with you? Um, you have to throw the dogs into the mix, the swans, and 
Adelaide, pretty much. Yeah, and and the Eagles, of course. So I think it's I think it's down to six. Those six. Mm. No, it's down it's... to two. Two, 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 two. Oh, other than Hawthorne. Four rounds and saying it's only there's only two that can win it. There's only two that can challenge Hawthorne. Oh, and who's the second one? Adelaide. Oh, okay. So you either don't North. rate North or don't rate West Coast. I don't rate West Coast. North and Adelaide. You have to win at the G to win the flag. So that's all. West Coast, shit West Coast, oh, West Coast can only see on one side of the country. <laughs> they can only see one side of the country. Okay, that's an interesting observation. What about Melbourne? They like to, they can ski. Yeah, well, I wish they had gone skiing this week. Not. We tend to ski in July and August, not September. Let's move on to the Q clash. Brisbane finally played a game that matters. Mm-hmm. Right. It didn't matter until they beat them. But I tipped Brisbane. How? With with ease, I just I no, just you didn't. You tipped a draw. <laughs> oh, I did too. Shit. Yeah, you tipped well, three, tipped three draws, and none of them came up. Like four draws for that round. Um, <laughs> well, that's close enough. I mean, the upset victory got up, so I can get some credit. They, they managed to win without a ruckman because Stephen May went WWE and smacked Steph Martin out. Well, seriously, how, 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 how dumb is that? When you're in a game against a team who's pretty shit, you're struggling to beat them. Why would you fire them up by knocking yeah, out like, like their ruckman? You footballers are stupid. Ruckman. You're lucky to still be alive, mate. Yeah, to be to be fair, like fucking Brisbane were on top the whole game. Not, uh, but it's only that in the second half they actually took their chances. They kicked yeah. something stupid like four fifteen in the first half, uh, but you know in the second half they sorted that out and got the chocolates. So May's in trouble. He's direct to the tribunal. How? Yeah. What, do we, what do we reckon he gets? Five. Oh, yeah. Five. 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 Ran past the ball and he jumped. He doesn't get a good bloke discount like Hodge got that only got him weeks. For Ten that, weeks. For sacked on Wingard. He, gets he, he will. Pro- he will five probably get an extra week added for bad record. So like yeah. five or six. Yeah. Ten. He can't take but, the early plea, so he has to go up. So it'll be five to six. The only thing. Ten. The only thing that will get him up. Shut up, Ten. Is um, Gary Ablett pushing um, Steph Martin into the test? That's the Give only Gary thing. Gary a week too. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, I don't think that's a mitigating factor. Like he still left the ground. He jumped up and hit him high. Like okay. Gary Ablett pushing him is not a mitigating factor. Gary wasn't pushing him. He was just trying to bless him before he got cleaned up. Well, <laughs> saved his life, really. He was sacrificing him. That's what he was doing. Just using him as a shield. Yeah. He used him as a sacrifice. Hopefully, Steph Martin can rise three days later. So, yeah, he gets six weeks and good bloke gets two for trying to kill Wingard. Well, for failing, that's you should get extra. Sounds fair to me. Who's the Hawthorne supporter on the MRP? Uh, Brad Sewell, isn't it? He was on the MRP last year. I don't know if he still is. He was fucking Channel 7 now, so probably isn't isn't with the MRP anymore. Wait, that Anthony oh, Stevens guy isn't on the on the thing, is he? Or is he just an umpire? <laughs> <laughs> He's everywhere, man. He does all the jobs. <laughs> he wrote the MRP code. It's about as accurate as his. The point system adds up about as well as his counting. There was a volcano of anger that came after May Rub knocked Martin out. Not quite a Dan Volcano, but certainly a. Uh, it got them going. Pierce Hanley lifted him. He's much more effective than Rockliffe. Amazing that Rockliffe wasn't there, and they won. I mean, the but... shake, or Sharky, or... Oh, yeah, you, you don't, you don't make changes to a winning formula, do you? So he doesn't come no. in. 
Nah, fuck Rockcliffe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that shaky or shaka or whatever. Shake and bake look good. Mm. Shake it off. Nothing else on that game. The Bogonator had a bad game. Yeah, the bog the bog was bog. <laughs> he was bog this week. Yeah, he looked like a bog. He went on Media Street during the week. No one even knew he was. And he went Media Street and now look what happened. Fucking goose. He was fucking hungrier than Tom Hawkins and all you can eat. Because he was taking pot shots from everywhere as well. He did not want to pass to anyone. I watched that game. He didn't want to he didn't want to give the ball off within seventy meters. <laughs> Tom Lynch had another good game though. I think he's on top in the comment from. What a star that player is! He's going to be really good. Well, he already is. But he already he's... is. He's a star. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board. Let's move on from that game. Let's go back to Collingwood versus Melbourne. Do we have anything else on that game? No. A lot of Melbourne's oh. kids look very good. I mean, Salem Brayshaw looks like a complete gun. That Kennedy looks pretty good too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good um... pick up that. <laughs> Oregon played well. Think, uh... I'll pay that if he does it more than... Heretia said he'd be winning Melbourne's best and fairest. I think it was Heretia. Heretia also said he was fucking the prince. Heretia says... Are you you saying he's not the prince? Well, Heretia had the fucking last laugh yesterday, so... He didn't have the last laugh at other times throughout his career, like when they didn't win fucking game for ages, or when they haven't won two in a row. Or when he had a gun pulled on him. Or a knife, or when he was stuck in the cold. Or when he was... When he was dating a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, when he turned fuzzy to the fuzz. <laughs> Who was having the last laugh then? What does, kid? what does that tell you about an individual when you turn chicks on into onto chicks? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much you disappoint them. Anything else on that game? Yeah, so I think Melbourne had about 30 games less experience on average, so signs are promising from, for them, whereas mm. Collingwood are just... Fucked. Time to rebuild. They are fucked up. They? they should trade Pendlebury. <laughs> hey, North will take him. Yeah, I think most clubs would take... Would anyone but Frio take Travis Cloak at the moment, though? Darcy Moore, in his 14th game, is now ahead of Cloak. Or Cloak's gone backwards Darcy, past Moore. Darcy Moore goes past Cloak because he's running in front of him. Cloak might get dropped Darcy for Moore this week. The structure, no, seriously. If Darcy Moore knew what the structure was and played to it, he wouldn't get in Cloak's way all the time. Oh, so it's Darcy Moore's fault for Cloak's demise. I I don't think it's as big a deal as everyone else is making it out to be. Cloak provided good support and backup at the contest. Cloak provided good support, but Pendlebury's now accountable. Cloak is a decoy forward. That's what he's been reduced to. He's now a decoy forward. We're happy to trade you back Chris Kiers as another decoy, if you'd like him. <laughs> You'll come a lot cheaper. Well, I think Nathan Buckley should play. Ruck contest, shut up, Dan. We provide good support to Grundy at a ruck contest this week. Grundy wasn't actually too bad against Gorn. That's... In itself I did like was that handball <laughs> turnover of his. I think you got to say oh, that was that was appalling. <laughs> Falling apart. What the fuck? But Cloak is struggling, and he is not helped by the two times when he would have taken the ball when he had Darcy Moore run in front of him. He's no good, Morgs. You've got to send him to the back line as a loose man like Pendleberry. <laughs> no. Oh, I tell you, I've got some goo. Defensive Jesse White. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, that's, I, that's, this is what they've been reduced I, to. This is, what, this is all I've got now, guys. 
defensive Jesse White is my favourite oh player. <laughs> I, I never thought I never thought I'd hear Jesse White and Goo in the same sentence, but there you go. Or favorite or favorite player. And I referred to him out loud as defensive Jesse White. And like yes. I stood up one stage and clapped him and said, Well done, defensive Jesse White and everyone around me laughed. And there was one time where he won a contested ball ahead of two other Melbourne players who didn't go in for it. And I said, well done. You just wanted the ball less than defensive Jesse White. <laughs> and every, and I'm like, put that on your resume. And everybody pissed themselves. So defensive so Jesse White is my When man. a forward goes to defence, you praise him. But when a midfielder goes to defence, no, you no, no, call no, him no, an no. unaccountable. So just on defensive Jesse White, which when of the Melbourne forwards was he on? Was he on Watson yeah. kick four or Hogan who was good? Or who, 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 who did he play on? Who, Hogan quick. Um, Hogan kicked two or three, didn't he? Yeah. And that's, that's good. Yeah. Kick. Okay. But if Cloak kicks two or As three. As a centre-half forward. If Cloak kicks two or three, it wouldn't be good. Is that right? I just Cloak wanted to. Well, Hogan um, got Cloak Cloak two, or three. Kick two or three. Uh, Hogan tested marks all over the ground. Look, I think Collingwood just needs to rebuild through the draft next. Oh, wait. They've lost their kick. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. GWS is going to have that pick. It's it's worth in the question. The Trelaw trade has backfired on Collingwood, I think, considering they're going to finish We're bottom four. Original idea. It has. It definitely has. Uh, have a think about what we're going to use our trades on, what our picks on next year. You fucking mongs. Well, Not you have no any one. picks next year. Picks next year? Yeah, yeah, and they'll all be on Father Sons, you dickhead. Let's move on. If there's nothing else on that game. All I wanted to say is I think we'll uh, the. The combination of um, Watts and Hogan up forward is working really well, so I don't want to see Chris Dawes in our side ever again. Wait, hang on. Jack Watts plays, plays one good game. Well, it's, it's enough It's enough. <laughs> it's enough to keep Chris Dawes out of the side for the rest of the year as far as I'm concerned. And I back don't want to send him back to Collingwood. And this is yeah, like I don't care where he goes. In a row. Because send him yeah, to Fremantle. Good, good, good. I'm just trying to find an excuse not to have Chris Dawes Positivity, in Positivity, hey? So. Positivity, yeah, Benoit? Exactly. Let's go to, speaking of premierships and the team that doesn't look like they're ever going to win one now, Frio. They <laughs> scored 100, but they lost again. Pabs look tragic in this game. Like oh, Frio aren't God. the story. Frio aren't the story so Frio, here. Frio are boring as fuck. They were... They're always going to lose. Let's yeah. Get... Frio, Frio, Frio are the story because we've already no. had all the we've had all the goo, the volcano of goo. We've had that already. So now let's talk about Fremantle scoring a hundred points. I'm tapping out and yeah, well, I'll talk. I noticed Jose has got that thread going where he's like, "When will Hawthorne score a hundred points?" And he's like keeping a tally, and he's like, "Frio has scored a hundred twice, and um, <laughs> Hawthorne haven't." But Let's look at the fucking wins column. Hawthorne 3, Frio zip, yeah. Frio might have scored 100 points twice, but they can't get four points. But here's the problem. They've conceded the most points against of any side this year, and it, it's all been about it's all been about defence for them, and it's turned around to it's now not the attack that's the problem. It's their defence that's fucked. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what happens when Ross Lyon tries to score points. Yeah. The, funny, just, the funniest thing about this whole... Thing, which is Frio's start to the season, is watching the Frio supporters turn on him and the game plan because you kind of saw after the 2013 grand final where they went close but couldn't get over the line 
and again after the prelim last year where they just didn't kick enough goals. They were like adamant that, you know, Ross was the man, Ross was would bring success and the didn't defense they win 18 would go forward. But Something. now they're all fucking quivering. They're losing faith and it's delightful. And they, like they were so Delicious. defensive. Like they were more defensive than their fucking coach when you would bring up the fact that, oh, Ross doesn't play the youth, Ross doesn't know how to attack and win games and score points. And but now they're turning and it's brilliant. The funny thing is, I caught this on AFL 360. They showed a glimpse of Ross Lyon's press conference, and he was talking about their game style. And he's like, "Oh, I can't remember what you, word he used. It was either stinks or smells." But he's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, it stinks, doesn't it? it stinks." And he, and he starts sniffing. It's like it stinks. And it's just like this is his response to a question about how they're playing. It's just like Jose wants to coach Frio, as he as he likes to joke about. Jose wants to coach Frio. The way it looks at the moment, if we already have their own Jose Mourinho crazy guy coaching them. Um, Just minus trophies. Mm, this is going to implode much like Ho- the real Jose did this year. Because I can see Ross Lyons going off the fucking deep end. It's like he's been drinking the same water Mark Harvey did by the end. Get ready, it's, Richmond or Collingwood. He's definitely going to Collingwood. That's why Morgs dyed her hair purple. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it looks purple. Shut up. Nothing else on Frio and North? Well, I've, I've got nothing left, so I just sort of you, went you off. You kind of gooed over everything. Jared Waite, pushing for all Australia. Let's go to, well, West Coast skied over Richmond. We've kind of gone into the weakness of Cochin. Um, is there anything You guys else? should have lost by a lot more. You guys got oh, fucking thumped. We were pathetic, yeah. Absolutely. They had, what, absolutely. 40 inside 50s to 8 in the first half? Something ridiculous yeah. like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, Anthony look, Stevens... Those stats yeah. say that you should have lost by 100 points. I don't doubt that. And there's not a whole lot to add. We're just shit. Hardwick has to go. And look, we ne- he's too soft. And obviously the players are too soft. We've discussed it about Koch and they need to be hardened up. And I mentioned Ross Lyon and the crazy. Okay. And, you know, but we need a hard coach. And I don't care if he's a little bit unhinged, if he's got a plan and he's angry and he'll be harsh on them. So I, I'd say bring it on. Fucking bring on Mark Neald. And... <laughs> Development we, coach. We need, we need are you saying Damien Hardwick doesn't have a plan? He doesn't have a plan, and he's, and he's not soft. hard, and he's soft. He's got he's one hard. plan. He just doesn't have a second. Well, what, plan, plan A is pretty fucking shit at the moment too. But because um, all the teams that play that kind of style are getting exposed this year if they haven't changed, and that's Richmond and Fremantle at the moment, the only two that haven't adapted. Well, Frio's tried to adapt, but <laughs> we haven't, and. Yeah, it's shitful. And bring on Mark Neal. Don't bring the money ball, but bring on the crazy coach who's going to fucking oh, yell at the players. And... It's, a, it's actually... It, so you might have one of those what, guys. What's kind, of, what's kind of sad is that you haven't tried to adapt. And, like, Frio no, tried. The they, just don't have any, they just don't have very good players. Like, their, their bottom 12 players are terrible, like fucking Taberner and Subin, and you could rattle off 12 names that are just fucking shitful. Richmond are a more talented team than Fremantle. It's just the coaching that's let him down. Well, we actually have forwards to kick to, so we to kick a hundred points. It's not gonna. We're not gonna concede a shitload. Yeah, to but do you it. don't. You don't kick to them. You chip it around at half match. I agree. Like that's the thing. That's why Frio are failing. But we don't even know if we'd fail. But probably shouldn't if we did try it. But anyway. That's How many more losses game, is I it think. gonna take for the sacking of Hardwick? Well, it should have happened already. <laughs> Yeah, I know so, you've been wanting him gone for like a year yes, at least. But yes, I mean, how many yeah. losses do you think I, in a row? I don't, will... I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe if we haven't won another game by round ten, maybe if we lose Dream Time, they say not having won a game point, since. Hundred point losses on pressured coach coaches are killers. Well, two to get rid of Herd. Dogs Carlton. Anything on that? No. Tom Boyd. Boyd. Mentioned Boyd before. Tom Boyd's Boyd playing the wrong sport. I didn't watch a second of this game, but I did like the melts from the Carlton supporters on the bay. Apparently, Casbolt couldn't kick straight. <laughs> Obviously, Casbolt was fucking useless. Well, how's that any different to any other week? Dumbasses. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't see a, I didn't see you, a single second. You're just second figuring it out now. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, he can't kick. He must have really pissed them off, though. He must have been. He must have missed, like, shots that fucking Sean Hampson wouldn't miss. <laughs> I want to say, so, did anyone actually watch this game? No. I watched no, well, it. My goo was for the other it, yeah. game, and there was no way I was changing the channel from that. Yeah, so from what I picked up of it, like, the dogs were great early, and then Johannesson got injured, and Suckling got injured, and Boyd got injured, and then they just kind of coasted, and Carlton kind of kicked a few goals late, and yeah, it's just probably not a good game that, to watch. That Johannesson goal hamstring injury was just sad. And he's been goal. great this year as well, like, he's yep. fucking really turned into a gun, so with Murph last week, and him, like, they're saying, like, three months with a Hamstring tendon, like not a it's, normal hamstring. Yeah, he's gone. He's basically gone for the year, like Murphy. Should, last year. should, should he retire like Murphy? Shit luck. <laughs> well, Big I'm not going to say I, I. I'm not going to say I agree with Brian. Uh, fucking Brian Power, but I can see where he's coming from. Like, if you want to make sure that the young kids get a go, and he's right that there are. There's no place for fairy tales in footy. He's right about that. So a uh, lot of brain power from Brian on that one. Brian Harris just right. shut the fuck up. He's a moron. His opinion carries very little weight. He's one of the fucking smartest guys in footy. Like, it, oh. actually, that's 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 a disturbing trend. Like, fucking Anthony Stevens, the civil engineer. Brian Lake has a fucking IQ of 180 or whatever it is. No, he no. doesn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is the guy that's with boy dogs. Brian bargains with he's like eat bloody food things and coals and shit. This is a guy with 180 IQ. Is that what you're saying? I am quite positive that he has the highest IQ out of Aren't certainly you of Will players of the last ten years. No, no, no. There are doctors yeah, Will, or I, scientists that don't have an IQ of 180. What I'm, what I'm saying is Brian is smart. This? He's just not street smart, is Brian. Yeah. He's book smart. Let's go to... Geelong Essen and anything out of the country game. Look, Geelong got there in the end. A bit concerning along the way. Country game that was played at the MCG. Yeah, mm. no, they should have played it at fucking Ballarat. Uh, what was that? What was that? What was that place that uh, Essen Wangaratta. tried to get to? But the yeah, Wangaratta where the oh. plane fucking broke down and couldn't fly to. To me, this just looks like another tokenism sort of round or game. It's just oh, it's a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous concept. I mean, what? I mean, what did they? Did they have like cheap? Outside the ground or something, or <laughs> they did. They actually did. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Okay. Had, who like, who cares about it? Does shit. Does anyone care about it? No, I don't. It's a, no, it's no. a nothing. Nothing. Round. But yeah. it's just. It's funny that it exists, but it's just ridiculous. It's like it's just Kevin Cheedy. No one's paid any attention to him for a while, so he thinks up some bizarro concept. No, this game was shit. He was just mm. not worth discussing. Not worth anything. Nothing to discuss. Geelong is shit. Just had to get that in. Sorry. Yeah, apart from that Hawthorne win. Oh, not fuck off. Home about. Yeah, they played their grand final round one. have been shit ever since. Bloody same as every year. Over. Oh, fuck off, Pino. You can't. Last game. And, well, the Puffers were pathetic. And just about the only the only thing they did all game was go the snipe. 
Jolly Dixon trying to put GWS players in a well, barrel. I think Robbo um, said on 360, like, they should have all gotten a week because, yeah, Ro- like, to Robbie try and Gray- outlaw the cheap slot shot. Robbie Gray, like, punched someone and he played shit. They all played like shit. They got thumped. Mm. I mean, they had more passengers than Collingwood. They had 22 reports, passengers. They were all fans. I mean, this is bad for the Chinese fans. Well, it's to, we'll come to that. We'll move on to the talking points, I think, because I think there's a definite link between Port's performance. It's got to be demoralising to learn that you're basically being um, sold out by your, your club to China, exported to China, like a commodity, like a fucking... Um, beef. Like beef, yes. <laughs> like fucking baby formula. <laughs> you know, that's probably what they drink down at Port, but... um. That's why Ollie Wines has those big thighs. They really represented China, this game. I mean, cheap, plastic, and very easily breakable. They may as well get those plastic tarps out again. They're going to need them in China. But what do we have on port going to China? Well, we're sort of kind of taking the piss about this, but there was actually fucking on the main board, port supporters were trying to claim this as a legitimate reason why their team lost. Like oh, yeah. Uh, no, no. no, they were doing this. They were saying, well, we, we lost because of the Chinese deal and that, you know, would have been uh, all the all the players couldn't contain they, their excitement. Or... <laughs> that is the most pathetic, weakest cop-out I think I've ever heard for an excuse for a loss. That is as ridiculous as thinking it's a, going to China was a good idea in the first place which is some of the mental gymnastics they're going through to justify this as a good idea. It's like, does this plastic club want to sell out anymore? For a club that supposedly exists to win premierships, <laughs> sending yourselves to the fucking smog capital of um, Asia and playing a game on a 10-hour flight. Does anyone know when in the year it'll be? It's June. meant to come around the bye week. So, is that June? Yeah. Well, that, that I did actually... That coincides with the Yulin Dog Festival, so I hope the Bulldogs are playing. <laughs> what, if, what, if it's, what if it's Collingwood that they're playing, Morgs? It won't what? be Collingwood because what? the team's expected to sell a home game. Who the fuck is selling a home game? All the clubs yeah. denied it to. I mean, the Dogs said it's not us, St Kilda, North, Hawthorne, all the big clubs. I mean, it won't be North. There's the only two that have already, denied. already selling games as it is. No, so it's Brisbane, GWS, and Gold Coast, and you'd think that it'd be because the AFL are pushing them to do so. Oh, please be GWS so they can get smashed and we have more GWS supporters. Well, it, it'd be so much better if it was the dogs. Every As someone said, it'd be funny if the Gold Coast went there with the red and the yellow because the Chinese would jump all over. <laughs> like, because Port are actually trying to make this their own home game, and you'd think they'd have to be compensated a lot. But if they jump on it because of the Chinese colours and because the, they are a patriotic bunch, and the puffers just become because well, they want to live. And also, it's funny because again, <laughs> ratings in China, fucking aerobics Chinese style outrated them, and there was a. 25% drop in ratings, whatever. It's just amazing that they actually that they think this is an idea and that, you know, Chairman Kosh is going to take him take him over there like... Chairman <laughs> Kosh. Uh, just a plastic club doing plastic things because yeah. they're a soulless franchise. But if you're taking trips to China and if you're signing up for this, you're not serious about winning a flag. With the way football teams are managed these days and travel is managed and... Everything is fucking analysed to the nth degree. You're not serious about winning if you're going to China, surely. Yeah, like, you, 
Yeah, well, it's a it's a business and fucking branding and trying to grow the cl- grow the cl- grow. It's the only club a bit. It's only a business if you sell out. Here's the other thing: what if they lose all the games that they play up there? Well, Richmond lost two of the three in Cairns. <laughs> yeah, I remember we that. We lost New Zealand once. <laughs> it's. Um, I mean, there's no guarantees that they're going to be a success over there. Melbourne don't win in Darwin, I don't think. Or no. No, mm, we don't. It's you don't win, and then you you fatigue for the week afterwards because you played in yeah. shit conditions. Like Forty degree heat. Yeah, but to be, to be fair, for the, the for the most of the length of that fucking Darwin deal, Melbourne didn't win anywhere. No, that's the, uh, true. At, as as usual, the benchmark of the competition is Hawthorne with our Tassie deal and how much oh. of a success that's been on and oh, off the field. Thanks to Anthony Stevens. But, well, ex- except for when we have to kick against the wind for three quarters. I did, I did hear Morgs mention, ask when it is, and about the bye. I did see someone made a mention that it's around the bye. Port can play the bye there and lose again. <laughs> but they, they think this is the greatest fucking idea. It's like Koshy tells them, and they just believe it. They just chug the Kool-Aid on this one. It's absurd, and I'm amazed anyone else is going to agree to this, because you'd have to be paid a shitload. Koshi's already starting with the Chinese propaganda on the port supporters. Mm. Maybe some hard labour in North Korea if they don't, you know, Questions follow along. Questions will be asked. <laughs> and answers will be demanded, he says. And dissenters will be put in a barrel. Anything else on that? I've got a talking point. Um, Chris Judd's been able to hit a target twice, and they're having twins. Oh, Carton supporters are so happy. Well, West Coast supporters should be because uh, that's where they'll be playing. Um, OMG, freaking twins are on the way, she says. I get heart palpitations. That's because you haven't eaten. That's <laughs> 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 true. Oh, I sweats and I'm giddy. Well, Rebecca, oh, let me introduce you to lunch. <laughs> That'll solve that problem. <laughs> Oh, no, congratulations to the happy couple. That's great. Great news. Well done, Juddy. Let's move on. Dyson Heppel is putting in a claim for a million bucks from Essendon. I'd be asking for more. Yeah. Are you going to represent got more than that to do fucking nothing. This is the same payout Dean Robinson got. I guess the main component to the claim is loss of income by being sort of suspended, unable to play, and loss of sponsorship. So, I mean, he couldn't. Well, make it too many times. It has to. It has to be. It has to be like in line with what you would have lost. So, he can't just sue for like five hundred million and say, "Yeah, that's what it was." Well, that has to come into account. Yeah, not surprisingly, the fucking Essendon board tried to spin this as like the reason why he's staying, and (laughs) the kind of mental gymnastics. The kind of mental gymnastics that was going on that on that board was like as bad as the port board with their China deal. <laughs> if you were suing a club, would you then, regardless whether you were successful or not, would you then still stay on? I wouldn't it, think so. No, it just makes the relationship like untenable. You would have thought. So like, you sued us, Heppel, but we're going to make you our next captain. Mm-hmm. That doesn't somehow fit. don't think that's going to happen. He's gone. No. It's like suing your fucking employer for unfair dismissal while you still have a job with them. Like, <laughs> obviously, he's on the way out. And the dominoes should follow from here, too. Um, well, that's it. It's he won't be, he won't be the last one to sue them, but it's going to be... Get all your money back, really Jake. messy when it's Heppel's the first one if to it, go. If it is a million bucks, who forks up money, isn't it? Insurance company. 
Yeah, but you'd, you'd think the insurance company would try and get out of it by sort of claiming, yeah. you know, this is all Essendon's fault. We shouldn't be liable. They're yeah. going to try and, you know, play the fucking politics game and not well, phone up anything. So we sued by everyone. Counter sue or something. And James Hurd will sue everyone just because he can. Yeah, like, it's going to be a long, drawn-out legal process either way because Essendon aren't just going to pony up. They're going to try and go through the insurance company and then the insurance company aren't just going to take that, so they're going to fight back. And, you know, this could drag on quite a while. And, yes. um, yeah, the, someone said the uh, the dominoes are falling. Hook is almost definitely gone. Uh, the one, only one that's kind of 50-50 is Hurley probably. But, yeah, that's, you know, the three most important players pretty much that all could be somewhere else next year. Let's go to the questions. And there are quite a few questions. And... First one I'll ask is from Port, and he wants to know: Is Chief the front runner for Fog of the Year? He has pedigree, supports Carlton. Shitty thread from the main board only comes to the bay to melt. Stars are aligning. What are our thoughts? I think he has a case. He would be on the year so far. Although I'm not brave enough to nominate him, so you guys can go all great. Okay. Morgs is the bravest one here. Morgs, I am the bravest up. one here, and I'm not afraid to <laughs> stand up and say, "Stop reaching around and." Chugging the Chief's goo, guys, because the Chief is a flog. <sighs> and he he is leading in the flog of the year stakes because he's just – he is not my bait. He is the wanker. <laughs> what if we like giving a reach around, though? <laughs> Speaking of reach arounds, I agree with Morgs. <laughs> he's a flog. Fuck him. He's a flog. Fuck him. <laughs> You became like Corey this week. Well, well, since my bay isn't here, I'm going to take one of his lines and say, shut up, bitch. Oh, that's cute. I miss daddy. Next one we'll go with is One-Eyed Sane of 66 wants to know, well, given that they almost lost the team that beat Collingwood, are the Hawks officially concerning? No, I don't, I don't think so. If they're not, uh, that means we're not. If Anthony Stevens comes down with an injury, I think they're in real How many life. times are we going to mention this Anthony Stevens fucker on this fucking podcast? <laughs> are they concerning? Hawthorne won't give a shit until round 15, so probably not. They're, like, it, too busy doing whatever injunction. It's, it's all about wins. and This game's all about wins and losses, and right now we've got three wins, and that's three more than Frio. So we're doing pretty good, I think. Speaking of Frio, Jose wants to know, Given how shit Richmond, Port, Fremantle, Carlton, Brizzy and Collingwood have been, who out of those six teams will win the wooden spoon and why? Frio, because fuck you, Frio. Jose. Yeah, because fuck off, Jose. Frio. <laughs> yeah, Frio. Frio. Yeah, most logical argument, definitely Frio. Yeah. Um, they'll score 100 points 15 times for the year, but <laughs> they'll still win the spoon. Let's see what else have we got. Okay, uh, you don't know Jack wants to know. I'm not sure if this was actually a question he asked, but I'm going to put it out there because there was a question asked in the thread, and so I'm going to call it a question. Why do all the not convicted sex pests barren for Essendon? Uh, <laughs> Does anyone want to have a guess as to why that I might don't be? know why, but it's very bizarre. It's one of the more bizarre things I've come across in the last year or two posting on this forum and another forum. The answer is clearly James Hurd, who was a sexual deviant who was too busy porking ladies in France. And Megan Gale. Well, no, it's just that the this, all the other sexual deviants on Big Footy who follow other clubs are good enough to hide it. They're more discreet. <laughs> These guys... Essendon flogs just wear it on their sleeve. I don't know what why that is. 
They're happy to boast about it on Twitter, on social media, and yeah, as Penal said, I think others like Penal uh, are more extras discreet. Cost extra, extras cost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the one to burst your bubbles, guys, but the umpire's name's Andrew Stevens. <laughs> oh. 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 It's the whole Penal doesn't even know his own player's name. Well, who, the, who the fuck is Anthony Stevens then? <laughs> oh, no. Does this Andrew Stevens even is do? Is that the lies? Is, is, is... <laughs> Where's pack lunch when you need him? <laughs> oh, yeah, get a Benny case. Buster and a half. Get, get, Clusos, get on the case. And, yeah, fucking DB20, get back to your computer, you fuck. <laughs> do something useful. Recruited from the AFL Brisbane Juniors, he was appointed to the NEFL Grand Final. <laughs> Oh, why did they punish him like that? <laughs> he was promoted to the AFL panel in 2014, umpired 14 matches since his debut. He's umpired 30 games. He's a civil engineer, and his name's Andrew. Well, thanks for that, Penal. We've been calling him Anthony a hundred times on the podcast. <laughs> dickhead. One more question, and this one's from me, and it stems from the thread, and I didn't actually ask it in. I'm just going to ask it. Morgs, who is on your shit list? Oh. Everyone. DB20. Um, Chief. Jose, because he's a fuckwit. That Divi Sue's fuckwit. Is Pendlebury on there? Yep. And a Cuntleberry. Yeah. <laughs> and a Cuntleberry. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Stevens. That Mongy Bulldog's Fog, whatever his name is. Which one? No, the one that's I blocked. The one I blocked, and the one that's Be Right Back or BRWB or whatever the fuck his initials are. <laughs> Be Right Back. In 2054, from <laughs> the hair uh, product you used. Oh, the hairdresser who turned me hair blue. Purple. <laughs> Purple. Oh, so you went to an actual hairdresser to get this done? I didn't do it myself. I'm not poor. What well, isn't that what you do? You get the like the the dye from a chemist no, or something, and you, you do it yourself. No, you go and sit there and you make someone else do it. That sounds very unaccountable. No, it sounds like I have time and money to burn. Well, you should have... You weren't prepared to take the responsibility yourself. You are the Pendlebury of getting your hair done. No, because there's no point in doing it yourself when someone else can do it better. I'm a very well, good... It sounds like you could have done a better job. I'm a good delegator of tasks, and I delegate this to somebody else who can massage my head while I sit there and close my eyes. I think someone might have a prank on you, I think. Oh, this is not the first time. I had purple and yellow hair once. Oh, that's what happens when you say, whatever you like. Someone can massage your hair so extras do cost extra. Uh, uh-huh. That is my happy ending. Janelle, <laughs> can you massage my hair? <laughs> Let's go to this week on the bay. Do we have any three of the week noms? Darcy Parrish looks like a thumb. <laughs> yep, I'll, I'll second that. Yeah. I, um, I liked what's it called... <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. The socio the socioeconomic ladder by Crow Eater and like I clicked on this and I thought, oh shit, this is gonna be a fucking West Horsham shit fight, but it wasn't and uh it's actually quite a good thread, so uh I like that one. I'd like to nominate twenty sixteen Klangman Medal. Oh, by Jasney. Yep. What about Ray Farron elevated to senior citizens? <laughs> Fuck off with the reach rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I like the zero and four thread. I thought that was funny. And the four and zero thread. All right. So we've got a whole bunch of noms. Does anyone want to transfer their votes? Uh, Otherwise, I think Darcy Parrish wins. I like. I, I just like the sound of that thread. I, I, I haven't even clicked on it. Oh, no. <laughs> you should click on it. There are some fantastic photoshops and then some by Pack Lunch. Oh, he's always... <laughs> 
Yeah. No, I and, then, uh, and then Bosk weighs in with his opinion on the whole matter. Yeah. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Vlog of the week time, who we got? Yeah, it feels like I nominate this guy every week, but fucking Nakaya for melting in uh, the Klangman metal thread. He also started a melt about oh, the did, Oh, he's melted in there, has he? He just... Yeah, he's, he's gone apeshit on uh, Geo for some reason, because oh. he disagrees with fucking Reece Stanley being ranked number one in Klangers per disposal, which, uh, objectively, the stats are the stats. But he fucking then takes umbrage with the premise of the whole thread <laughs> the and the way the stats are calculated. And then he's like having a melt and calling him a moron and whatever. Has he threatened to stab him yet? Not yet. Maybe get there tomorrow. No, His wife's probably going to need to tell him to take a break. And... There's still 10 minutes left in today to get it to happen. I got one that's been over the past few weeks. He's a downhill skier. His posts are fucking horrendous at best. That's he's a, a mong. It's BRWB. Oh, there you go. Be right back. He's not, not even the worst one. What about that TIAN cunt? Well, they're both cunt bags. They both can fuck off, drink bath water, and choke and die. I just oh, want to give an honorable mention. She's not going to win, but Sue's for the uh, if you drink too much water, you'll get drunk on water. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God, that. You don't, you, you don't need to be a doctor to know that. No, scientist, I believe. A scientist. You don't be a scientist. And a, um, and a tweet to the Bay 13 Flogcast Twitter account as well. Oh, yeah, that cheap shot on the Friday. And yep. then she blocked the account. Yeah. Bitch. Um, you're never coming back, Suze. You shouldn't racially abuse mods. Yeah, well, she um, listen, mate, despite being blocked and never coming back, she still listens to this every week. Mm. Oh, of course well, to be fair, when fucking Dan takes over the hosting of the vlogcast, then all bets are off. She could be coming back. Oh, yeah. It, Suze, mm. I am your only chance. Suze, mm. <laughs> I am your internet father. <laughs> no, well, not Teacher already is. We went, there. we went there a couple of years ago. Teacher already is. <laughs> more, She's not more... my internet sister. <laughs> all right, who do we decide is our winner? I can yeah, give, it, give it to Soggy. So, all right, Soggy can win, I think. Last week's poll. Potential's new nickname, 4.5% said Arrival, 18.2% said Australia Post, 31.8% said The Mailman, and 45.5% said Jack Watts prefers the Thailand transvestite's nickname. Next week's games. We'll begin with Hawthorne Adelaide on the Friday night. Jeez, this should actually be a fucking ripper. Adelaide just. Did they have a good record at the MCG? I'm assuming so. No, it's only at the Dome. No, Hawthorne smacked them there last time they would have played there, I reckon, last year in the semi. In the oh, finals, yeah. yeah. Who's umpiring? Do we know who the umpires are yet? Anthony Stevens. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony and Andrew are both umpiring. <laughs> no, I think Andrew Stevens will umpire and Anthony Stevens will just be the guy who had his... Why fucked by the captain of the team? <laughs> hey, he, he's a cuck, basically. <laughs> I'm gonna go the Crows. I reckon they'll expose Hawthorne the way St Kilda probably would have been able to with a bit more talent on their list. They'll expose Crows. Andrew Stevens the way that Finey did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Adelaide. Andrew yeah, Stevens I'm... is gonna get given the Geelong game. I'm going <laughs> the Crows as well. I think for this one. Nah, I, I reckon we've got this one in the bag. We always lift for the big games, and this is this is going to be a blockbuster. And um, uh, should have a massive crowd, and we will lift and get it done. Yeah, I'm tipping Hawthorne. You're not even here. <laughs> you don't even go here. <laughs> um, Colas versus Eagles. This one could be good too. At the SMG. No, they can only scale on one side of the country. <laughs> Both three, 
Sydney I, by I, 60 points. Sydney. I, I, I disagree with Morgs. I reckon they will ski on the SCG. No. It's not well, wide what, what people have kind of missed so far this year is that Sydney's defence is fucking deplorable. Yep. And I reckon West Coast yep. forward line, if they get enough supply... Like uh, the only out. thing, the, the only thing that would maybe swing this in favour of Sydney for me is if Pritis, uh, Pritis was Mister Mister Richmond game. They need him to kind of match the big bodies that Sydney have there in their midfield. If Pritis plays, then West Coast win this easily because their forward line is just going to run rings around Sydney's defence. Anyone not tipped? Uh, but West Coast have conceded more than Sydney though. Yeah, they've also played better teams. Sydney have played fucking Collingwood and Carlton and. Apart from the Giants, who are probably mid-range at the moment, did Sydney Coast played their first good team last week. West Coast considered 100 points to Brisbane. Yeah, that's round one, though. Round one's full of aberrations. Oh, wow. Any more excuses you'd like to bring up, Sparkles? I'm going with Sydney. Yeah. It's, be- it's, it's, a better, it's a better example than West Coast only ski on one side of the country. I was just making a joke because Dan didn't get it the first time. No, I get it. It just doesn't make sense. Okay, Northern Lights has just joined us again. <laughs> Thank you, ML. West Gold, Coast. Gold Coast versus North. The Suns haven't beaten anyone good and they lost to the Bryans. North easy. Five and zip. Yeah, five zip. What are you going to beat five and zip, Dan, if the volcano was this week? Goopocalypse. I don't know. Goopocalypse. <laughs> He's gonna host. He's gonna be come on next week, and he's gonna have all the mongs. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a group apocalypse of epic proportions. I'm going with Susan Gold Coast. Gold Coast. This is a danger game for North. Oh. They can get by ten goals. The, well, the to bounce back. It's North's before. record. North's record up there is very bad. Like they lost when Gold Coast were crap. It'll be dewy. It'll be. Moist. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a very hard game to tip. I reckon Gold Coast by a gold. Yeah, I reckon Gold Coast just. I mean, North did lose up their last year. Five and zip. You lost up their last year. I tipped you, Dan. I'm not stupid. Yeah. I can't see how. They lost to Brisbane last week. Exactly right. Yeah, they'll be out. They'll be out for redemption. Are you saying the mailman doesn't deliver to Queensland? Emails no, anywhere, anytime. Jesus, it's a pub- it's will be fucking out of Gold Coast is out of the fucking Australia Post service area. No. There's no, there's no Jesus, Stephen May to stop the mailman. They, they can't stop us. Jesus. Jesus and his disciples will be after redemption. They will be repenting their sins from last week. What the fuck well, does Jesus have to do with this? Or ask all the Bible bashes at the Gold Coast. <laughs> Who will uh, Gary Ablett push this week to try and cleanse their sins? <laughs> Boomer. Five and zip. <laughs> well, we've okay. seen how this four, worked for me. Four and one. Fuck off, Pena. Bathwater, Bathwater <laughs> Bryans that Eddie had. Bryans. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't mean that. I don't mean that at all. This is a game that does Bathwater. Bathwater. And a little oh, whack to Andy Marr on the way through for saying the poor Bulldogs have received all their injuries because they've played all their games at Etihad Stadium. Fuck off. That's bullshit. I've never once seen St Kilda make that excuse, so that's piss weak, Andy. That's because you umpires to fall back on. 
It's a it's isn't an Andy Murray a fucking Carlton supporter though. Oh yeah, but isn't everyone that's team shit now a Bulldog supporter? Fuck off, Pepperface as well. Pepperface. <laughs> I've got to go Colin. Bulldogs. Bulldogs so just. If Bulldogs have no halfback run, they are shit ass as a team. So Lions could sneak this in. And Rockliffe's back, so oh, they will bulldogs. not. Uh, yeah, Bulldogs. Rock, Rockliffe's going to mean that some someone who actually moved the ball last week goes out. Port versus the Cats in the game that's been dubbed the Camry. What the fuck do we do game? Because are they going to blame this loss on on China shenanigans as well? <laughs> This week, I think it's the cats who will be dining out on the Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) I can't top that, so it's cats. Yeah, I have to tip. Yeah, Penal's convinced me to tip the cats based on that. (laughs) For that one, I'm going Geelong as well. Although I think the cats are corked, I'll pick them over the top. Port for me. Yeah, cats for me. Saints versus the Giants that Eddie had. Giants for me. I'll, I'll go the Saints. I saw how good they were firsthand, and I reckon on the uh, fast track of Eddie had, probably suits them. GWS don't have any umpires playing, do they? GWS yeah, Saints get... might get Lee Fisher again. The GWS get Cameron back, and their key forwards were pretty fucking good last week, and we have a small defence, so Giants. I'm picking GW, yes. <laughs> oh. It's almost as bad as, and I'm sure everyone just ignored it when Penal said Gold Coast by a gold, but that's nearly as bad. Yes. Did he say yes, that? He did. He did say please. that, and I, 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 I just let it. Penal, go. that's poor by your standards. I, I, I didn't say that on purpose. I must have misspoke then. Like, <laughs> I, gold Coast I think by if you go gold. back and listen, <laughs> don't make him go back. Well, through it. I think they'll win by six points. Like, that's I didn't I didn't intentionally try and make a pun. I think GWS will win by six shillings. <laughs> I think they'll give him a giant shellacking. A giant wet shellacking. <laughs> yep. Frio versus Carlton in the deciding who the fuck is so terrible that they're going to be on the bottom of the ladder. And you know what? We all said Fremantle for the bottom of the ladder, so I'm going to stand by that and say Carlton win. Casbox oh. kick straight and attract a big contract from Frio when they don't get... McCarthy or Hogan at come trade time. Uh, Carlton. Well, if it, yeah. if it was in Melbourne, I'd have to pick Carlton, but I reckon Fremantle just. This is frustrating. One of these teams is going to get a win. Fuck. Draw. Um, if ever there was time to pick the draw, Dan, I think this week's it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, all right. I'll go the draw. Yep. Yeah. Now, I think Carlton will win and Dale Thomas will 20 and 1. <laughs> well, that's that's, hard, that's hardly yeah. setting the world on fire. It is at Carlton. That'll be his best game so far. <laughs> Carlton to win, Wittering to have no forwards to mark because they're all shit. Yeah, so it'll be like a wall. He'll be like Nick's Maxwell, but actually with talent. They're not the Wailing Wall, the Waitering Wall. He'll be a very solid, well built wall, unlike those structurally unsound ones that <laughs> Andrew Stevens. <laughs> 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 uh, sorry, Anthony Stevens builds. Um, Fremantle to kick another 100 points, but to lose by two points to Carlton. <laughs> Melbourne versus Richmond. And look, Melbourne is shooting for two in a row for the first time again. Richmond. And, you know, they certainly fucked these up, but we are the kind of team to hand them the second win. And I have no faith left in 
humanity. There, there yep. is no six hundred percent confidence anymore. It's not even close. Wasn't it eight hundred? We'll get rolled. I think it was nine hundred. See, well, I'm counting like Anthony Stevens here, but I, I have to go with. I think uh, Melbourne will win by about seventy nine points. From not scoring seventy nine points to winning by seventy nine points. Melbourne to win and Hardwick to get sacked. Oh god! Actually, I'm actually, see, I'm actually at the point where I'm hoping for something like. See, that's really bad when you're wanting your team to lose. But at least you have hope. I know. know, (laughs) That's just you know. Sometimes, sometimes you have to take half a step back, a dimmer, to go two steps forward, and that half a step back is losing games (laughs) so that you fuck off. I actually, um, actually, you've got hope, though, Starburns. Like I don't even have hope for that. (laughs) Like they're not going to sack our coach. Nope. But Eddie said he he would sack Buckley if it. Yeah, Eddie. No, he said Buckley would go away. Sure. Uh, has everyone tipped Melbourne Richmond? I'm tipping the Tigers. Tigers by two points. Tigers will win. We'll win back to back. Finally, yeah. yeah. Love maintain love, the faith. Love the confidence. Love the confidence. Got to go with Melbourne. I love confidence. So it's Richmond all the way. <laughs> <laughs> but that is how it happens with Melbourne. Isn't it? Um, Collingwood versus Essendon. For the first year, there won't be a digger playing because Dustin Fletcher's suspended. Oh. They won't just be uh, mourning other diggers. They'll be mourning Dustin. You say Buckley won't get sacked. What if you lose this one? What if you lose this one by more than even a heartbreaker? What if you lose this one comfortably? You don't give a whimper. If we lose this one convincingly, I I think I'll be the only one left sitting there because the rate of people leaving games at the moment is just ridiculous. But I'll stick it out and boo them off again. (laughs) Except for Jesse White. You boo your own players more. Defensive No, I don't. I I don't. I stay there till the end and I don't boo them. Um, but yeah, defensive Jesse White to star again, and us to lose. Dominate Joe Danaher. Uh, no, he'll dominate the grass patch that Nick Maxwell would have been playing on. <laughs> <laughs> Collingwood. We like... haven't we quite put him on a person yet. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Baby steps. Collingwood um, by forty points and Scott Uncountleberry to win the Anzac Medal. Uncountleberry. And a Cuntleberry. You can uh, only. I, I actually, I actually agree. You can only tip on fucking form, and based on form, Essendon are playing football. They want to win games. Collingwood are just in no man's land, and I reckon Essendon they'll be fired up. They've played really well in Melbourne this year. It's only on the road that they faltered, and I reckon they'll get up. James Kelly to win Col- the Anzac Medal. What if Goddard Col- Col- and Pendlebury are on each other? It's the amount of pointing be- that will just. Oh, you could wow. poke it off, but they wouldn't. They they wouldn't go within like twenty meters of each other, though. If they were playing on each other, no one would know. Accident to win and the medal. Tipper Woody. Oh, that'd be really cool. I'd like that. Tipping Woody. <laughs> does, does he get to say a speech afterwards? Why can he? Is he not? A- no, I, I like him. I like. I, well, yeah, but like why, why, why does he? Why is he giving him? Why is he giving a speech? He won the medal. Did, did yeah. Seedsman give a you, speech? Are you last saying year? he can't talk? No, of course he can speak. Yeah, he gave he gave like a three word speech. Yeah, that was his, that was his Anzac whole thing. vocabulary. Yeah, it was it was a pretty it was a pretty dopey fucking speech. He's like I fuck um, a lot of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was the kind of it was the kind of speech which would be rousing in West Horsham, but over here it's just kind of. He's like if he's a West Horsham 180 IQ. Uh, I I would like to see Collingwood win, but if Essendon do have to win, I would like to see Tiff and Woody win the medal. Can I just point ha- point out how ridiculous it is that I'm actually fucking tipping Essendon in a game, and that just shows where Collingwood are at. Got, uh, your team's the only one that usually loses to him. So. It'll be Collingwood easily, yeah. and I think and Levi Greenwood for the for the medal. Oh, the pig! Yeah, piggy, <laughs> their best player. Piggy! <laughs> I see the pigs. <laughs> I think it'll be close close to half time. Probably Essendon ahead at half time, but Collingwood to run over them in the end. Cloak to kick six and get the medal. Can we, can we actually run over them? Wow. <laughs> Is Cloak even like playing this week? Got around before the game. Yeah. Buckley said on 360 he'd be dropped. Yeah, that's the impression I got. So and who? he's got a bung elbow. No, he's not going to be dropped. He'll be. He won't play because of the elbow. No, Buckley. Buckley said something along the lines of, even if it wasn't for the injury, his position would be under scrutiny anyway. That, that was at least the impression I got. Every, every player on your list should have their position under scrutiny. Nobody should be an automatic walk-up start unless you are a premiership player for Hawthorne. Nobody else should demand a spot in their team. Well, if he doesn't play... So Ryan Schoenmaker should be a walk-up start? No. He'd be better than fucking Travis Cloak. Why are you whacking me for, you fuckhead? I gave you a pat on the back. He he doesn't do reach around with women. (laughs) You don't... Yeah, you don't... You just don't like women. Fucking 48%. I I will only give you a reach around if you're capable of giving me a reach around back. Well, I am, but you're not capable of giving me a reach around, idiot. Because there's nothing to reach. Oh. Nothing that you like anyway. <laughs> you know how for one week there we were a well-oiled machine? Well, how long did you think it was going to last? <laughs> I was hoping for then, longer. Then Anthony Stevens happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, so this was a podcast for round five. Starburns joined by Benoit. See yous. Cookson. See ya. Um, then Jeez, you struggled to get that one out. <laughs> I was trying to remember who else was on. Penal. Yeah, see ya. And Morgs. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember Fletch. <laughs> Thanks for listening and, well, Dan will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and his family of Mongs. <laughs> Be careful for what you wish for. That's Dan all I'll monsters. Say. <laughs> How the fuck are you going to do that? The family. <laughs> <laughs>